Hey everyone, welcome back to the Divinely Disruptive Podcast. I'm your host, Jane Powers. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. I'm super excited. We got a lovely guest and I cannot wait to share her story with you. Also, some things that you're going to look forward to is meeting some influential people that impacted me in a very intimate way. So this is your time to shine. Welcome, Mercedes, everyone. Hello. Thanks for having me. I'm so glad you're here. So I'm so excited to be here. Um, I know this is something you want to do for a long time. So I'm very, you know, um, honored that I'm your first guest. Yes. And I actually feel very emotional. I know that we met through work situations, but to have that instant bond Mm -hmm. and spiritual connection. Yeah. And I mean, it it sounds cheesy, but intuition doesn't lie. Right. Exactly. When you meet somebody, that first impression, you just already feel it like this is somebody I can grow and evolve with. Exactly. And some people you might just understand, Okay, it's a moment in time, Mm -hmm. but I knew the moment I met you, I truly felt like there was a bigger purpose. Right. And even leading to this moment right now, I'm not surprised that we're here. Right. Oh, yes. And I just wanted to give you this opportunity (laughs) to also like share a little bit about yourself, Mm -hmm. because I know just you've been a breath of fresh air being new to Vegas. It's really hard to make friends. And I didn't have a big community, but I just remember just in your presence, you had this womanly presence, very nurturing, but Mm -hmm. carrying yourself like a boss, you know, and I know that you had the blessing to be a mother as well. And I know that's not easy, Mm -hmm. but man, I want to hear kind of just a little background about you and what brought you to Vegas and maybe like what was even your first impression when you met me, you know, like I want to hear that from Um, you. Well, there's a lot to unpack here because I mean, my journey really started in Los Angeles. Mm I am from the Midwest. I'm from Columbus, Ohio, where everybody pretty much has a routine. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we go to work, we go club on the weekends, we do it all over again. Um, I was always kind of like the black sheep, so I always knew I was different. Um, I just didn't know what my passion was Mm. right away. Yeah. Um, It took me some time. Um, I went to school, you know, I did the thing to do, went to college, and then I realized I just wasn't meant for, I guess, corporate life. Yeah. Uh, I was just like, I'm just gonna see what modeling's about. Mm-hmm. Everybody keeps telling me I look like a model. I've always been tall, tallest girl in the class. Mm-hmm. So it was either a basketball player or a model. Dang. And I was like, I'll take model. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's more, um, you know, I'm very feminine. I'm very yeah. girly. So that was more up my alley. And at first it started just with a few photo shoots here and there. Um, I would reach out to some local photographers and I didn't realize I had a natural talent for modeling until mm-hmm. I started getting responses from people. Mm-hmm. And basically they were like, hey, you can you can really do this, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm just like, really? I think it was the validation from my friends and family um, that really like kind of pushed me, like maybe I should take this more serious. Maybe I should go outside of my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. And I decided that I was gonna drop everything. I sold everything in my apartment. I packed my car and I drove all the way from Columbus to LA. It was like a day and some change. Um, And I had $500 in my pocket and I literally rented out an Airbnb for a month. So I I gave myself a month to 
get situated in my job. At the time I was working at PF Chang, so I just transferred. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was a hostess. I was the girl you see when you walk in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I loved it because I'm a social person. Mm-hmm. So it was the perfect job at the time. And I just had a dream and a dollar. And I was just like, I'm gonna wing it, yeah. but I know I'm not going home. Mm. And I didn't. And I, I went through a lot. I mean, yeah. that first year was life-changing. I It was the first time I was really on my own and I wasn't taking my parents' help. I, I didn't want them to know anything bad that was happening because yeah. as soon as I told them, get your butt on a plane and get back here. So I was like, nope, I gotta keep this, you know, I gotta swallow it up and just keep going. And it took took some time, Mm -hmm. but um, I feel like the consistency that I had, the drive that I had to not let no stop me, because trust me, I heard no a lot. I mean, a whole lot. And I started second guessing myself and I was like, oh my goodness, like, if this doesn't happen, like I'm going to be defeated because everyone back home is watching me like in a little microscope. I'm the one that left, you know, I'm yeah. the one who broke the chain. I'm yeah. I'm the the one. So I couldn't let them down. And I just kept that in the back of my head. Like I'm doing this for myself, but I'm doing this for my family. I got something to prove. Yeah. All the people that said I wouldn't, I got something to prove. So mm-hmm. that was my drive. And by the end of that first year, I was in Shanghai. So it happened really fast. (laughs) And that's kind of like a summary of of everything. Mm -hmm. Um, And we can get into that another, you know, but that was, it was life changing. And and that's really where it started before Mm -hmm. Vegas. Um, That's where it started. And to answer your question, moving to Vegas, first of all, I'd never been to Vegas before I moved here. Mm Seen it on TV, seen it everywhere yeah. else, but I never stepped foot in Vegas before I moved here, um, which is crazy to some people, but it was like, I can't move to LA right now. Yeah. I just had my baby, yeah. um, the beginning of the pandemic, 2020, March 17th, 2020. It was scary. Yeah. It was a lot going on in LA and I was not ready to just throw myself in that environment. Um, so Vegas was the next best thing, four hours away. I'm like, I can commute to LA. I can make this happen. So that's what I did. I moved here. I didn't know anyone. I have no family. Mm. And there was some girls I met on Instagram, influencers, um, Ashley being one of them. Mm. And she was very sweet. And I just asked her when I seen the Hardeen logos and the cute outfits. It was the top and the shorts. I was obsessed. I was like, I have to figure out what this is. It's so cute. And then I started, you know, doing research on Hardeen and I was like, I love weed. Yeah. I'm like, you know, a lot of people don't know that, yeah. but I I am a stoner and I love to smoke. Yeah. So I was like, ooh, I get to look cute and promote, yes. you know, cannabis. Like that's cool. Mm. So um, that's when I found you. Man, and, and not to cut you off really yes. quick, but just even as you're sharing your story, uh, if you guys want to know a little yes. bit about my background, feel free to check out the first episode. But there's so much synergy mm-hmm. and alignment, even in our story. And yeah. we didn't even script this, you guys. Like, this is us just meeting right. again, reuniting after a moment. Right. And just hearing your story, it, it really touches me. And that's the part that I'm able to connect with, mm-hmm. is to take a big risk, to be the black sheep, 
and to literally risk it all for something bigger, right? right? And back to our intuition and, and the vibe. Sometimes we might feel shameful or embarrassed by our vulnerability, but mm-hmm. I realize when you're walking in your truth and in your vulnerability, that's also how you can connect with people mm-hmm. on a more deeper level, yes. right? So yes. here we are literally months later, just sitting and going in on this conversation, yeah. right? But I think that also speaks volumes about who you are mm-hmm. because you've only and been consistent in showing up in a very real way with me, in a real way with the people around you and even people that don't know you, you have this light, right? Mm-hmm. And so something that I'm definitely challenging myself on this podcast is how can I be more raw than ever where mm-hmm. I'm peeling back layers that are making me uncomfortable? Yes. Because let's face it, as a grown woman, especially in the city, you don't want to show everyone your weakness. Mm-hmm. You don't want to show everyone your vulnerability. However, there is a beautiful divine silver lining when God puts you in the right place with the right people. Mm-hmm. We needed each other to right. be vulnerable, right? We, we needed did. each other to to be a little raw because look at where we are right now, right? right? There's comfort in sharing our stories right now. There's healing and joy in this moment. Yes. And even though you're sharing some deep stuff that's very real to you, mm-hmm. how comforting is it that we can sit in it together, yeah. right? And, and be like, it. you know what? Yeah, I know what it's like to take a risk without a lot of money to leave our friends and family mm-hmm. and say, you know what? I know that I can do something bigger. And more importantly, we're not following the natural ways of our family or even the town that we were raised in, we're not going to just downgrade ourselves or discount what we can be. Right. right? And so fast forward to how we physically met, you know, in Vegas through a work function. Like how funny is it? Oh my goodness. That here we are right now. Passion really brought us together. It's crazy. We're very passionate. Yeah. I think we're passionate about everything we do without even really knowing it. Yes. I mean, I feel like we throw ourselves in our work. Yep. I think we can relate on that. <laughs> For we're, sure. We're very busy. We oh, we always man. have something going on. Yes. And even just trying to find the time to like <laughs> get lunch yes. or like it's so I would much. tell her, I'm like, hey, listen, if you want to get some lunch, you can physically come to my office yeah. during yeah. working hours. But if yeah. I have random meetings, sorry, can't meet you. But yeah. Yes. <laughs> and then it's like I got photo shoots or I'm in L.A. She's like trying to catch me while I'm in Vegas. <laughs> yep. I'm like, I'm going to L.A. in like two days or I'm going to L.A. like later today. Yep. She's like, what? So, I mean, but I love that. I yeah. mean, that's something that I really respected about you because you show up. Mm. And that's just so important. Like you just, yeah. you are the face. Thank you. You show up. Thank you. You know? Yeah, thank you. And I just noticed that. And mm. I I love that because at the end of the day, I want to surround myself with like-minded women. Yes. Um, you don't have to necessarily be in my industry, but yeah. that doesn't mean I don't understand, exactly. you know, what it takes to even just have a position and be that like that leader you know Mm -hmm. the leader of the pack like that's the type of energy that you have thank you and you're the light in rooms as well i mean thank you you bring it takes one and no one hey (laughs) i mean that's that's a beautiful thing Mm -hmm. and i think that's why we we just bounce off of each other so well because we get it yes we know when to have that like energy you know when it's like okay boss we gotta this is business Mm -hmm. this is what it is and then we have the energy where it's we're you know coming together we're being vulnerable we're opening up a little bit more like you were saying so 
I love that. So listen, I know you're very humble and you don't want to talk about it, but I would love to know just kind of your current work projects, passions, because I know you've been working on some things and again, she's very humble, you guys, so she probably (laughs) won't really talk about how awesome she is, but I would love to just hear, you know, where you're at right now, what got you into where you're at and what is kind of like your short-term, long-term goals and what kind of lasting impact do you want to have on this life? I know that's like a loaded question, but I just want to hear your yeah. heart. Um, okay. Well, for starters, my ultimate goal um, is to impact as many lives as possible. And as cheesy as that sounds, it means the world to me because that is truly what I want. I feel like mm-hmm. that's my purpose. Um, it took a while for me to figure out my purpose. I started modeling with the intention of doing it because it was it looked fun. And it was just like, I seen America's Next Top Model and it's like, I wanna do that, you know? But then it got to a point where I was doing it and it felt more like a vanity. And I just was like, this is, I don't think this is my purpose. Like I wasn't fulfilled. I mean, I mean to some people that sounds insane, but when I was in China for three months, I had a lot of time to really figure out like myself, what I want, what I'm doing. I was out there shooting every day. I was going to castings every day I woke up, I was doing exactly what I wanted, which was modeling Mm -hmm. for three months straight. And I still wasn't happy. Here I am on Vogue, I'm walking all these shows, Mm -hmm. I'm catching flights outside of Shanghai, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm working with these big, you know, designers and I'm still not fulfilled. Mm -hmm. I was like, what is, what is it Mercedes? This is Mm -hmm. what you want, this is what you wanted. And I was just like, I don't feel like I'm doing it for the right reason. It just felt like a vanity. So then when I came back, I had my baby and that was, obviously life-changing and it really shifted my perspective on things and I started thinking long-term because I'm not gonna want to model all my life Mm -hmm. I don't like to put myself in a box either and I'm very creative and I like to do things um, behind the scenes as well as being in the camera in front of the camera and that's a passion that I just found but I felt like I needed to give back in a way that still aligned with what I was doing. So I started my model coaching business uh, at the beginning of this year. And it was, you know how everybody has their New Year's resolution. Mm -hmm. That was just like, okay, start your model coaching business. Like, I think you have enough experience. I know you have enough um, to do this because I've gotten this far pretty much by myself. Yeah. And I realized that's why I stood out to a lot of people in the industry Mm. was because I am doing it by myself and there's no big names behind me pushing any of my jobs. I'm getting paid directly, everything I'm negotiating directly, I'm handling the business end as well as the the face. I'm not just the face, but I can also do the other parts that need, that comes into having management. I've done that since the beginning of my career and I'm still doing it. And there's not a whole lot of models I can say they've been overseas and they've landed Vogue and they've done all these things without an agency. So what can I bring to aspiring models? What is something that I needed when I first started? Mm -hmm. A mentor. I needed someone to kind of hold my hand because there were a lot of dark moments, you know, a lot of rejection, Mm -hmm. a lot of um, 
just self-esteem, you know, issues, you know, it could be with my size, my height, my glasses, my hair, my skin color. Mm. These are topics that aren't really discussed either, mm. you know, being a minority in the industry. So there was a lot of layers to what kind of brought me full circle with the model coaching business. Mm. And this is just one of the things I do um, when I'm not a model coach. Mm. I'm doing my own gigs. Mm. So I book music videos, I book film projects, photo shoots. Mm. I most recently worked with um, Too Short, which was really insane, a legend. And he was so nice. He was just like this, you know, Mm. he was very um, humble and he made me feel comfortable. Mm. And it was just a fun day. I mean, we went to Allegiant Stadium on the field. We got on the field. He's taking pictures with fans and we're taking pictures with them with the fans. And, you know, we're getting the tour of the Allegiant. We're getting escorted everywhere. It was it was really nice. And then we ended the night with room service. And I mean, he got like 10 of everything, steak, Mm -hmm. salmon, whatever, chicken, (laughs) anything you could think of. It was it was insane. But it was such a moment. And then shortly after that, I booked a Chance the Rapper video and I I got to go sailing with Chance the Rapper. I was on the ocean oh with Chance God. the Rapper. Like that was really insane. I, I was just like, what is going on? Like <laughs> I'm living a movie. Yeah. I mean, I'm back and forth from Vegas and LA and I'm doing this with a two year old and you know, I'm not rich. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not rich. I, to some, I might look it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> to some, I might look it, yeah. but I'm not. You know, and at the end of the day, I started with that $500 in my pocket. Mm-hmm. And that's what I keep bringing myself to because even it doesn't matter how many projects I'm involved in, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how big mm-hmm. I feel like I'm getting or people think I'm getting, I'm always going to have that energy um, that I brought to the table in the beginning where it was, I was humble to even be in the room. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just, I'm really unpacking the journey. I'm yeah. enjoying the journey. So to some people, they're like, girl, mm-hmm. you do this all the time. Mm-hmm. Or how many sets have you been on? How mm-hmm. many people have you been around? And they're and they get the same energy every time because I'm unpacking what I've done to get to this point, right. what I've been through to get to this point, mm-hmm. and just where I'm at. It just it's just like I'm never going to believe that I am where I am. And I'm always going to see myself as the girl that started when everybody else is seeing me as the girl. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, why are you acting like that? You know, why? Why are you saying things like I can't believe you responded like, Mm -hmm. though? I just I still get thrown off by that type of stuff because I'm just like, I'm going about my day Mm -hmm. like regular. Yeah, I'm interacting with people regular and Mm -hmm. and it's like some people they view you in a different light and it changes how they interpret you Mm -hmm. or how they interact with you yeah and just to add to that thank you so much for sharing Mm -hmm. and again just like when i sit with you right now there's just i don't know you have such a radiant aura about you and again you're very humble (laughs) okay i'm not trying to cry again because i cried so much on the first episode so if you guys want to see me cry and falling apart first episode but really just uh (laughs) you and i both know when you've really gone through a lot i know everyone says they've gone through a lot Mm -hmm. but truly uh spiritually i feel like through it all 
it's really given us enlightenment. Yeah. It's really opened our eyes to another layer of gratitude. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the reasons why, again, we're here right now. But we feel this mutual connection, right? It's not forgetting where we started. Right. Right. And not if, but I know this podcast is going to really hit home for a lot of viewers and listeners because we're just talking real. Right. And when you share, you know, some people, they might perceive us a certain way or just assume we're a certain way. Mm -hmm. It's almost kind of they're lost, right? Yeah. Like they want to maybe box us in or stereotype us and, you know, yeah, being what we are, oh right? It's just like, oh, that. you're Asian or you're this and yeah. that. Like, mm -hmm. we don't need to go there. Yeah. How about sit down? Let's get to know each other. Mm -hmm. And sometimes projection and assumptions can be good or bad. But for me, I like to take time to really get to know somebody, yeah. right? From the core of their soul to everything that they become. And I believe that when somebody is ready to receive all that mm -hmm. you are, kind of like the way we met, it should just happen naturally, yeah, right? Versus feeling overwhelmed or feeling mm -hmm. intimidated. I think we're missing the point, yes. right? We didn't go through this journey to be intimidating, right? We didn't mm -hmm. go through this journey to be this boss lady that no one can ever be right right and here you are sharing your story and even telling me like jane i started with 500 dollars. Mm -hmm. i know where i came from yes i have all these opportunities but i truly believe your humility and your ability to not lose yourself is your secret sauce mm -hmm. right and so what i can tell from you know even the moments we've shared right now mm -hmm. is there is no limit to your success. There's no limit to your growth. And this is just touching the surface of what you and I are going to do. And yes. I know that we've even sat down, had coffee and even brainstormed how you and I will even professionally collaborate. Mm -hmm. Right. But more importantly, not to say that all your coworkers have to be your friends, but what an honor that you and I are able to have friendship, but also no one to disconnect yes. and get in boss mode. Right. right? Exactly. And you know, back to even the name of the podcast, right? Divinely disruptive, right? Mm -hmm. Like if you really take a moment to even divine. break that down, right? Yes. The divine, right? The spirituality in all of us, right? That living, breathing soul and light within us. We are divine. And I don't want to mm -hmm. even turn it into a gender thing, but all of us are divine, right? Yes. If we truly remember that. And then the idea of disruption right like yeah. what is disruption mm -hmm. you know we are this soft elegant divine spirit with this radiant light however we're still disrupting the everyday program right so when you shared your story it sounds like you are divinely disruptive yeah and why not continue to lean into that and to celebrate that and that's the type of community that I'm building on this podcast, yes. right? So what an honor to have you right now. And again, Thank everyone so listening much. in and viewing, I want to be an inspiration, right? Every yes. person in my chair you is are to naturally. inspire people, you right? It's not about showcasing people or mm -hmm. showing favoritism. We're missing the point of the podcast, right? right? It's mm -hmm. highlighting individuals that I've been able to meet that are divinely disruptive. Mm -hmm. And I just have this urgency in my spirit to continue to push both of us right, right into a path of being divinely disruptive because god forbid you know we only have one life we settle back to our comfort zone right but i know we've been through too much that we would never but mm -hmm. truly i see so many people just settling for what's comfortable yeah 
yeah and, and they're you scared and I, to step out yeah and, and you and i both different. know nothing happens from the comfort zone so mm-hmm. you know this is still just the beginning of many more episodes yeah right that's I'm why so i wanted to excited. kind of uh, introduce mercedes tonight but yes. more importantly if there were three life lessons that you could tell your younger self mm. what would those be Hmm. My younger self, I would say mm. still do what you want. Yeah. Like don't think too much. Mm. Just do. And you'll learn along the way. Um second thing would be hmm, don't think too much. Mm. I feel like I was really in my head. Yeah. It stopped me from doing a lot of things that I probably could have done. Um, not seeing my full potential, so definitely that. And let's see, hmm. I know you were not expected for these deep questions, but it's, no, I think it's, it's good, great. Right? It's great for thinking as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say the last would be, huh? That's a hard one. Probably not to put myself in a box because mm. I say that all the time now. Um, I just felt like I belonged to a certain, it's weird, but when you're younger, you just feel like you just belong to a certain category of kids. Yeah, I felt like I was one of those kids that kind of was just like, I'm in this category. This is, it's really like, I don't know category. You know how mm-hmm. like in school, there's the popular kids and then you got the lame kids and you got mm-hmm. the nerds and you got the I don't knows, the yeah. ones that hang out with the populars, but they also hang out with the nerds. Mm-hmm. I was the I don't know yeah. kid. I was the one that bounced around and kind of meshed with all the different personalities. So I would just say, don't put myself in a box. Like mm-hmm. labels don't matter, mm-hmm. you know? That's good. But yeah, thank you so much for sharing. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I'm sure we're going to hear from you again soon. Thank you so much. And uh, again, please make sure you follow us on Instagram as well as YouTube, Divinely Disruptive. And I'll make sure to link her information down below as well. Okay. And until next time, keep shining and protect your peace.